everyone, welcome to Movie Films with Bill and Steve. I'm Bill. Yeah, I'm Steve! Movies talk! So let's talk movies. Let's talk those movies! Woo! We're at the peak of excitement here, because it's the last Toxic Avenger film today. I'm so happy! So happy that this nightmare roller coaster of <laughs> shit is uh, finally coming to an end. Yay! Uh, we're, we're just, man, oof. Can barely contain the excitement like we can contain the... Uh, diarrhea in our bowels. Oh, I'm gonna poop everywhere. I pooped everywhere. Aha, uh-huh, gay joke. <laughs> yeah, gay jokes. Let's buckle in, folks. But before we get there, before we go down that steep decline, Steve, how you doing this week? Uh, I am doing well. Um, I have not been up to too much, but I've been getting some stuff together. I filmed a uh, documentary for some art festival in Pittsburgh. Cool. Never heard of it before, but apparently it's a big deal. But hey, they paid me money <laughs> Good. to point my camera at art. And Scott Lewis and I, uh, I paid Scott to do it with me so that we could continuously make fun of the entire thing together. At one point, <laughs> uh, most of the people were very cool, and I do want to say that. Like, they were very cool, very kind, very nice. Uh, not as snooty as one may think, like, a big art show would be. Yes. Uh, very laid-back people who were just so happy to be artists and people who liked art. Mm-hmm. Um, but at one point, one of the keynote speakers... Uh, unironically used the word patriarchy, and I really had to leave the room to not burst out laughing. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, and then uh, when the camera battery died, I it was the patriarchy's fault. Yeah. Uh, the patri- I mean, you guys, you guys are men. You are cis white men. Yep, cis white men. You scum fucks. I uh, got all the dialogue uh, from the voice actor who's playing Duke. Oh, nice. Sounds amazing. He gave me... Uh, Two takes of every single line straight, except with uh, different inflections and stuff. And then a third take where he ad-libs stuff so that I can pick and choose from everything. He's a goddamn professional, and everything sounds amazing. That's good. That's really good to hear. And day one of shooting is tomorrow, which is going to be at the uh, theme park. We're going to be shooting all day long. It's one of the uh, longer days of shooting, uh, but it's going to be good to get out of the way, especially because we're going to have the park, we're going to have establishing shots... Uh, we're gonna have rides, and we're gonna have extras, it's gonna be a good time. Good. Is the park just open with regular people there, or is it... What yes, else? Uh, yes, it's not gonna be closed down, it's not shut down. Um, but there's a chance of rain tomorrow, so I don't think there's gonna be that many people. Okay. It adds some mood to your shooting. Exactly. Then then people, then the park can look like kind of run down, and like no one's there, and then people will think it's a shared universe of Scream Park. <laughs> no, no one will think that. This is a good park. <laughs> it's not a Scream Park? No, I don't. No, this is the corral. This park is called the corral. It's not Frightland. <laughs> oh, the corral. In the corral. There's going to be. Uh, there's a rodeo clown. There's a cowboy cool. Very excited. Okay, cowboy cowboy cool. cool. How can you not be excited? How can anybody not be excited? Um, I mean, if you hate the Jews, I guess. Whoa! I mean, we're talking trauma, I guess. Yeah. Let's Gotta uh. Let's use the N word a bit, a bunch bunch of nazis how are you doing bill i'm doing great uh dropping the facade we are recording this uh, after the global wars a couple days after that unlike last week's episode which was kind of recorded shortly after recording the episode for part two of toxic avenger and uh, the show was great it was fun drove up to to chicago uh met uh my friend joe from indiana joe wilford Wilford Joe. Is that Fantastic. Try to make sure I just remember. His name has like so many words to it. I <laughs> there are like five names in his name. It's Hero Joe. That's how I know him. 
Fuck yeah. Forms, rest in peace. Uh, he drove up with a friend, and he so we met with him, got some food, watched the show, hung out a little bit. It was good. It was cool. Um, Perfect. And that was a good show. Got to meet, meet some people. That was fun. Uh, so Ring of Honor put on good shit. I enjoyed that. And then I saw uh, Keanu, and I saw and Civil War. How, what'd you think of Keanu? Keanu, big thumbs up. It was a great film. I highly enjoyed it. It was very funny. A lot of laughs, a lot of uh, well-shot, well-edited, surprisingly really good action. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, really, really dug it. Yeah, it was a very solid comedy film. So it wasn't necessarily, like, having to fall in the mire of having, like, a bajillion jokes every second. It let everything kind of settle and just, it'd be a joke and time for breathing. And here's another joke and time for breathing. Yeah. The jokes were not sidetracking the story of the film. No, Which it's uh, it had a real comedy, story, yeah. and that's what comedies used to be like. Yes, yes. So, highly enjoyed that. Uh, Civil War. I will, uh, you know, hold back on what I'm saying about that because Stephen's not seen it. I'm sure um, when he will see it, we will get some uh, get a moment to record a little quickie and give our give our thoughts on it. We did a quickie for Age of Ultron, and we, we did, did a long for we Batman v Superman. Yes, we did. No, no. Well, but technically, Batman v Superman is a full episode. So, yeah, that's it's called a long It's a you can almost call it a regular episode, but nah. we call it long. We call them longies. <laughs> we call them longies, talkies. <laughs> yeah, them talkies. You know, this podcast format was this week before talkies came along. <laughs> it was very strange. You had to just really kind of interpret what you're listening to for of silence for a half an hour or two hours. Absolutely, it was crazy. What, what, what did people do before then? I don't even know, like cave paintings or something. I guess I don't know. Read a book. Ugh, yucka pucka. So that's what that's with me. So that's that's this week, and so we can uh, we can just uh, move right along here. We have a little any bit of news, like usual yep. after we record, some stuff drops. Uh, we got the casting for Han Solo. Yep, we got Han Solo casting. It's just Harrison Ford because he's Han Solo, and we don't need any prequel movies. Yeah, well, I, mean, I don't. I mean, no, I don't. Mm, I don't know. I got to wait to see the film. I'm all for. I think on paper, I'm I'm against like more adventures of Han Solo, but the film could come out and I could enjoy it. So I don't know. I don't want to judge it too soon, I suppose. Uh, Alden Ironreich. I I don't know. I saw him in Hail sure. Caesar. He was really funny and super charismatic in that. So I think I think he's got it. And I think he's got enough there to work, you know, the Han Solo character. But I think the problem is that Han Solo is Harrison Ford. So mm-hmm. much so. But I don't know if that's also an issue where... That's the only person that's ever played the character, so we just think that that's what that is. I mean, he could come along and he could do a great job. I don't know. We'll find out. I, I know. I, it's, it's one of those things, like, I, I, I'm super judgy about lots of things quite often, but this is one of those things I'm, I feel very open on. I'm like, I, it could be, if it's bad, it's bad. If it's good, it's good. If it's meh, it's meh. Eh, whatever. There's, there's yeah. tons of other Star Wars movies coming out. Exactly. So, I mean, it, it's, you know, it'll just be that one movie. that's it it can't be any i mean i think in the grand scheme of things it can't be any worse than you know the prequels for sure i hope jar jar's in this (laughs) oh he just kills jar jar so jar jar is just like some dude like just walking by and gets like shot in the back of the head by a blaster (laughs) that's how the movie starts (laughs) oh man that'd be fantastic let's hope because we have to keep hating on Jar Jar. It's only been, you know, 17 years. I like keep Jar Jar. Keep hating on Jar Jar. 
I never understood the massive hate that Jar Jar has. He was a fine, stupid, funny character for kids. Yeah, ex- no shit, no shit. Now, <laughs> now everyone's grown up, and now they're like, oh, Jar- or they do the whole like revisionist thing of like, oh, uh, Jar Jar was actually secretly a Sith. I actually love that theory. Oh, uh, it's it's yeah. If it was unironic, sure. I mean, no, sorry. If it was ironic. Yeah, but it's 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 posted so like unironically. It's like no, they, like there's people that legitimately believe this. It's, and, I be, I legitimately believe it now forever. Uh, no, I don't want it. It's stupid. It's just as stupid as people trying to say, yeah, the prequels are pretty good. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. They're not not well written. Overall, not well acted. Not well shot. Not well directed. Yeah, that's just a mess. Blech. That's not okay. All right, we're devolving into more Star Wars hate and all this other BS. Oh, it's just because uh, we're DC cucks, <laughs> so we hate Star Wars. Yeah, we hate Star Wars too now. Fuck you, fuck you, Star Wars. Uh, so some sadder news for mostly for Steve because I know Steve has uh, been a big fan of this franchise. Uh, Disney today announced that they're canceling Disney Infinity. Uh pretty bummed about that. So the only neck, the only remaining things coming out will be the, uh, the um, whatever the new Alice in Wonderland set movie is called. Go fuck then, yourself. Then the Finding Dory. Go fuck yourself. Sets. That's like the only, only, only remaining stuff coming out. Where's my Captain EO figure? God damn it! No Captain EO. No more. No Guardians of the Galaxy two. No more. No more. No more Marvel figures. Any anything. No more Disney figures. Anything really, except for those two things. Yay! They never made a Goofy. Nope. Hey, fuck it. I got Donald. I got I Donald. I... I got Black Hush's Spider-Man. I got Sam Flynn. Uh, if I could have gotten a Darkwing Duck or Rocketeer, that would have been best. But I'll tell I'll tell I'll chalk this up as a win. The One amount for... of untapped potential for stuff they could have still made and made good money off of is astounding. It's astounding. Like, because, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the Lego Dimensions is a better game. And I think that the uh, license opportunity for Lego Dimensions is far superior. And, again, with LEGO Dimensions being the best game for multiple reasons, because you're buying legitimate LEGOs, so you can play with them outside of the video game. Mm-hmm. And, of course, inside the LEGO Dimensions game, not at every single point, but at much of the game for the stuff that's vital, you can just pay in-game currency studs to rent one of the characters you don't own to do their special thing instead of having to buy every single figure. Mm-hmm. Fucking Fantastic. Yeah, can't, no can't say enough good things about Lego Dimensions, and the only negatives that Lego Dimensions has is the negatives of any of these collecting figure games, which is, you know, technically it's all on the disc, so buying a figure in addition is kind of shit, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Um, but I definitely always ranked Disney Infinity above Skylanders. I thought that the Disney Infinity games were built better, um, aside from the first Disney Infinity game, which was very Skylanders-like, and I didn't like it. Uh, Disney Infinity 2 and 3 were, uh, much more open, much more accessible, uh, you really only needed to own, like, two or three characters to be able to, like, do everything in the game. You didn't have to own every single piece. And, as you said, the, uh, number of Disney properties is astronomical. They could have made so many characters and sold so many fucking toys, and they just chose to not do that. Like, they kept on making stuff that was, like, newer or something, as opposed to making stuff that has very old, established audiences that have money mm-hmm. to collect things. Um, and, you know, it wasn't all good with Infinity, but like I said, I thought 2.0 was a good game. Um, there wasn't much to do outside of the um, 
user creation stuff. You know, there's a couple world levels, but those were somewhat short unless you like to collect a thons. Like, the stories in each one were pretty short. Uh, but then 3.0 really ironed out all the kinks. It had, you know, uh, worlds with uh, missions and stories, but it also had uh, additional missions that actually combined the universes and had fun with it. Where, like, in the story cutscenes, you actually saw these characters hanging out and did a lot of fun with that. And it still had all the amazing user creation uh, opportunities and stuff where you can download other people's levels and stuff. And it's oh. just a, it's a, it's a bit of a surprise. But not really surprised because Disney did say years ago that they wanted to completely stop making video games, period, and only license out their properties. So I can only assume the Disney Infinity 1.0 was like one team of guys that convinced the execs to be like, no, seriously, we can still make video games. Here's an example of one that we could print infinite money with. And yeah. based, based on all the stories I heard about the people that had to deal with the execs at Disney when it came to keeping Power Rangers on the air back when Disney owned the property... I'm sure in the entire Disney Infinity franchise was a consistent upward battle of these guys trying to get the rights to these popular characters that they could have sold figures of, and the executives just being like, nah, kids like the Marvel. Then they just make more Marvel figures, then. Yeah, they didn't even do that. I just don't... It's so weird, like, I think from what I'm reading, um, you know, here and there and stuff, it just... It seems like it came down to the game just not making enough money. Like, it's making a buttload of money, but it's not enough. Yeah. And yeah, it's dumb you're, because you're not, they making, have, you're not making like four billion dollars. Get the fuck out! It's dumb because it's making money, and like it's not as if the team dedicated to this is like astronomical. Like when this when the game shuts down in June, that's three hundred people out of a job. You're really not making enough money off this game to pay three hundred people. Apparently not. Like that's insane. That's that's a really small team for what I consider is actually a really well made, uh, very detailed game with a lot of uh, secret stuff and cool stuff to do. Mm-hmm. So good for them, because <laughs> this is, uh, again, aside from the general complaint of any of these collective figure games, of having to buy, pay extra money for the characters, yeah. uh, a very complete AAA game from a small, from a relatively small team, so good for you guys. You yeah. know, you should be proud of what you did, and it's kind of kind of weird and lame that it's getting uh, cancelled, but whatever, it is what it is. Now I'll buy all the figures for dirt cheap. Yeah, and you will now have a complete collection, because there'll be like a dollar... Which is good for people out there who have the cap- capital and some space to store. If you buy buy as much as you possibly can now, I guarantee in 10 years that you'll be able to make a shitload of fucking money off that stuff. Yeah. Because kids now will grow up and be in their early 20s, have more disposable income to go, you know what? I'm, I never had all these figures from when I was a kid. I'm going to go back and play them. I'm sure there's going to be some figures that get more rare over time. And then people are just going to really, it's going to be you know, money. Money. Money, 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 money. It's just a strange situation. I don't know what Toys R Us is going to do once they get like that half of an aisle back. <laughs> Fuck, we gotta put something here. Because uh, since the games come out, you, since when Infinity 1.0 launched, it was like half an aisle, and, and the electronic section was devoted to it, which was hilarious to see. Because it's like here's this half an aisle of stuff that just felt like it never went anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and some of that stuff is still sitting there, all like three years later now. So it's and they got a space back. What are they gonna do with it? I don't know. That has its half an aisle. Lego Dimensions has half an aisle. Skylanders has half an aisle. That stupid fucking like play motion game thing. Oh my god, that stupid fucking play motion thing. The the game looks like stupid shit, and ninety percent of the figures look like McDonald's Happy Meal toy dog shit. And, and yet, know. and yet, there's like three that are painted really fucking well, and I don't know why like those three look so good and the rest look like shit. 
Well, those are probably in production, and then when they added on more stuff, they they, they got a new quote from the factory and decided, no, we don't want to pay. Uh, no. So those first three were the first three done production-wise, and everything after that had paint applications decreased for cost. Yeah. Yeah, because I almost want to pick up one of those uh, Playmotion Vision figures, because it's legitimately a good, like, Vision statue for ten mm-hmm. bucks. Uh, and, uh, and there's two other ones, but I can't remember which ones are good. <laughs> Uh, I know that I know that there's more than just that one. Like I don't want to talk complete shit, but fuck that game. That's just <laughs> such a stupid fucking thing. It's not even a game. It's bullshit. It it, lo- it looked like shit when it first uh, got announced. It looks like shit when it came out. It looks like shit on the shelves. It's just shit. Shit. So, I mean, who knows what's going to go on with the toys to life stuff? Whether or not I'm sure between Amiibo. I mean, Amiibo. I think will keep going for a while. Turns on Nintendo, I guess. I mean, they've made so much money, I can't imagine they would just like stop using it. Considering like all their like first party games, considering that's all Nintendo has, uh, keep adding amiibo support. Yeah. And uh, Skylanders, I don't know what's going on with that. I haven't. I don't follow it. It seems like one of those things that probably gets news, probably gets updates, but like does not like factor into any like the major video game news sites. Mm-hmm. So I know I never know what's going on with that, and there hasn't really been any news on Lego Dimension. So I don't know if the fad has died already or. Or what's going on with that? I mean, it's like Guylanders keeps on going strong. I guarantee that their numbers aren't as strong as they used to be. But, again, like Infinity, like, they're they're making money. Yeah. And then LEGO Dimensions, you know, I mean, LEGO makes so much money elsewhere that unless Dimensions is a bomb, <laughs> I don't see it being a bad thing, and I'm sure that there's going to be more. But yeah. But who knows? And, and, you know, we just got to wait and see, because I'm sure E3's coming up soon. I'm sure there'll be some announcements there. Yeah. Because the uh, dimensions needs to announce stuff because they're at that you know everything's out everything they had announced and planned out is already out so now it's just a matter of waiting for you know new announcements and new sets and new figures which I guess like rumors are from like, Dad in the game there's a Green Arrow and Supergirl I think there's some other ones but those are, like the two I may remember the most mm-hmm. of like some stuff people have found come on Bill and Ted that'd be really cool Bill and Ted I, 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 and, and the Doctor travel. and Emma yeah, Brown man. all yeah. together yeah. I don't know who has the license. I mean, like, who owns the, the rights to that, though. I think uh, what makes it easy for a lot of the Dimension stuff is that Warner Brothers just already has rights to most of it. Mm-hmm. Or the, or the, or getting the license right, licensing from the... Uh, or, or Lego already has, like, rights. And so just, uh, like, calling up the, the license holder and asking for, like, can we have this little bit added on and getting that stuff already is already super easy for them. Right. So... We'll have to wait and see. There's Lego Nexo Knights out now. We get some Le- Nexo Knight sets to go with the uh, Chima and Ninjago stuff. That'd be cool. That'd be neat. Some neat stuff. So, speaking of neat stuff and the lack thereof in our film this week, I assume we should uh, just move on here. Oh, uh, I don't to want to. Citizen Toxie, the Toxic Avenger 4 from yeah. 2000. Rated R. One hour... 49 minutes. The Toxic Avenger must defend his friends from his own evil alternate universe doppelganger, the Noxious Offender. That They don't say that in the movie at all. What, the who, Noxious who, Offender? Who wrote this? I mean, they call him, they call him Noxie, but they don't go around going, ah, the Noxious Offender. They use his, they use his name once um, they when they make fun of Richard Dawkins. I'm sorry, Stephen Hawking. Uh... Yeah, uh, he calls him the noxious offender. But you couldn't tell because you were too busy groaning at the stupid fucking joke. Yeah, not that I can see it. I mean, a uh, little bit here. I will give that joke credit because I think it has a fun, funny payoff later. 
Yes, I agree with that. Like, it makes me laugh when it's used later, but uh, as it is, yeah, it's stupid. But, hey, we're not there yet. We got, like, a bunch of other stupid shit to talk about. Oh, we got a big list. So we covered the first film, we covered part two, we covered The Last Temptation of Toxie, and then we jump uh, forward ten years, eleven years, because 89, yeah, 89, was eleven years to Citizen Toxie. Uh, this is, uh, per Stanley's narration, the true sequel to the Toxic Avenger. Yes, it seems to ignore the events from two and three. Because um, those aren't real sequels. Um, Claire has been turned is, is Sarah again. Sarah from the first film is back. She acts more like Sarah from the first film, although stupider, but still the same character. Uh, I don't. I don't think she acts like her at all. She acts worse. <laughs> Uh, maybe worse, but I mean, she's not Claire. Is what I'll I'm take saying. Claire. I'll take Claire from two and three over Sarah in this. Film. Oh wow! I'm sorry, Sarah slash Claire in this film. Well, um, I was gonna ask: uh, is uh, is the world Noxy from the world where part two and three take place? Because that's Claire. I know. I thought maybe after she got her sight back, she lost her hearing, and Toxy went bad because his traumatons got turned off in part two. Well, we have to remember. And he was this already the, evil this in is, three. This is the true sequel. In two and three, we never, we never, we never meet Claire. So this is the true sequel. So that Claire was never, never happened. Nah, she did and, in Earth Two. And uh, uh, Big Mac, Funk, Big Mac Bunko, Funk, Bunk, Bunk, Junk, Junko. Sorry, Junko. Did you notice that Melvin's last name was given back to him in this film because Junko was added in the second movie? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just at a loss of trying to figure out <laughs> The Toxic Avenger continuity is more of a jumble than Highlander. I'm more offended at them saying two and three are shit, but they have the god to say this is the true sequel. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking dare you? How dare you? This <laughs> spoiler alert, folks, this movie can eat my ass. Um I my overall thoughts in this film is that I do think it is slightly better than three. But 2 is definitely the best Toxic Avenger sequel by far. Yeah, it's slightly better in that I think it has a better story on paper throughout the entire film. It has a legitimate plot. That is one of my pros, is that it has an actual plot. Yeah, and 3 suffered from having a very weak plot throughout the film and not really feeling like had any, like, relevancy. Yeah. But this film at least has a plot. That's something. They stuck to it! Credit where credit's due. Yeah, um, uh, it the film looks like it's it was filmed in 1985. Yes, it does. I don't. I, I put the. I think it's, it's the kind first of thing positive. I said to Bill when I was watching it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of think I kind of say this is a positive because I guess if this is supposed to be the sequel to the Toxic Avenger, it would be filmed in the 80s. But at the same time, this is trauma. So I don't think they have that much creativity to think like that. So I think no. the film just looks like shit because it is shit because it was made by a shit company with no money. And they're probably using the same film equipment they used in 1984. Because they have nothing better. Yep. Yeah, even doesn't matter that it's been 11 years since the last two films. This is what, we're, this is what we got. Got this. Got this. Got this. But... I think I'm jumping the format here. Steve, I mean, what did you think of the Toxic Avenger 4, Citizen Toxie? I mean, as I said, I think it's better than 3, but still worse than 2, and obviously 1. Um, we'll get into the specific positives and negatives, of which I have many. Of both, honestly, I do have a lot of positives, but my positives are more like, this one joke really worked for me. That's, and- my, that's my notes. My notes are like a list of, hey, this joke is funny. 
And then I'd go, and I'd sit there and stew and suffering <laughs> for like twenty minutes before another joke happened. In which case, I either, I'd either go ha ha, or I'd go Heh. yeah, pretty much. The ha-has were few and far between. Um, but overall, I think it's it's definitely a weak film. It is uh, a very clear case of what is wrong with modern trauma. I f- I was embarrassed. Uh, Rachel, when I watched two and three, did not watch with me. She watched uh, four with me, and I felt I was just embarrassed. <laughs> like, oh god, I'm sorry that uh, I'm, like, I'm in the movie, room with this. I'm, I'm, I, I felt I was just embarrassed. I'm like, I can't, be, you know, I can't believe I'm watching this. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel embarrassed that I am sitting here watching this film because <laughs> I'm just like two and three are not, are not nearly this bad. No. Uh, this is, and I, I said though, when I mean, we complain all the time about modern trauma. This is what we're complaining about. This movie. So if this you like this movie, is you the think pinnacle, <laughs> pinnacle of modern trauma, right here. Yes. And you can wonder why I don't like trauma. Absolutely. Those are my overalls. Let's get into specifics. When I was a uh, when I was a child and I saw this movie, I liked it. Completely admit to that. But as an adult, no, thank you. I apparently did not, because I told Steve after we recorded last time, going into watching uh, Toxie 4, uh, I had never seen it. At least I thought I'd never seen it, because I started watching it, and it all come, came flooding back to me. And I realized, oh, I have seen this. I just completely blocked it from my memory. <laughs> and after watching it, I remember why. Yep. Because growing up, I was I, I, my big memories were, I loved the first one. Two is pretty good. Three, not so much. And they're like, uh, four. Uh, what about four? Don't remember. Don't know. I don't think I ever saw it. I and must it's, have never seen it. Must have. Yeah, I must have never seen it. And it's like, oh nope, I've seen it. <laughs> I've, I've most certainly seen it. God uh, have mercy on my soul. All right, so let's get into specifics. Um, let's, positives. Let's stick to the positives. And again, I I, I want to try to give credit, so I'm going to go through all of my positives. But keep in mind, again. My positives are somewhat minor. Every single one <laughs> is pretty minor. Uh, there's only a few, like, major points. Does not fix the hole. No. Um, so, uh, one positive is that although I uh, have some issues with the whole mentally handicapped aspect of this film, which we will get into, mm-hmm. um, I do think that the actors portraying Tito and Sweetie Honey, given what they were forced to work with, did a pretty solid job. It's true. Uh... You know, she is adorable, albeit offensive, and he is uh, funny at times, albeit offensive. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> they're really just doing impressions of men- mentally handicapped people. Yes. They're doing the, I don't need to listen to you, like putting the hand up and everything, and it's just, uh, uh, they, they got paid to do this. Oh well, this is Troma here. What are you talking about, Paige? Uh, sweet, sweetie, uh, sweetie didn't come off so much like she. Uh, she didn't come off so stereotypically offensive. She just came off sounding kind of slow. I don't know. She didn't bother me nearly as much. Came off more like like she had the like. I don't know. I'm a. She came four, off like I'm she was supposed to be girl. ten. I'm a four year old yeah. girl in the body of an adult woman. Yes. I'm just gonna act cute. And the other the the. the what was the other? What was the other kid's name? Uh, Tito. Tito, Tito, Tito. Just did full on like mega retard, mega retard impression, and that was that. That was just too much. Like in having a, I mean, I well, no, no I'll, 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 I'll pause myself there because it's very <laughs> easy to just, uh, jump off a cliff of negatives. Yeah, let's let's we're sticking to the positives. Um, 
Next Staying for me, positive. Next for me is the Sklar Brothers. The Sklar Brothers, oh, they are high up on my list of major positives for the film. Too bad they kind of they only show up every now and then. They have nothing to do with the actual film. No. You but could cut them out of the movie completely, and you would not know. Yeah, that's that's true. But I love the Sklar Brothers. Uh, there's there are a couple of great comedians. I love their stand up, and seeing them in this film made me happy. Uh, it made me laugh too. They they play the new the newscasters perfectly. And they do. <laughs> they were so good. They just <laughs> they're doing because they do that. They, they do like newscasts like bits in their stand up. Yes. So clearly they have like the. Obviously, they, Timing, can, they do uh, well with each other, and they have good cadences, and they they keep talking about their, their reporter Josh guy. Just doing <laughs> our, our man on the street, Josh. Whatever he's talking about, this hot new dance craze. <laughs> so good. Or all this like like super like clothing for superheroes, like all this ridiculous shit. Like those segments are awesome. So yes, funny. really funny. Every single one wins for me. I know. I really enjoyed those for sure. <laughs> uh-huh. big, big plus. <laughs> Um, positive. Cigar face is back, and he's the new Nazi cop. Uh, yeah, call back to the cop. first. Like this time, not even being uh, not subtle. subtle. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's a negative, but we can mention him. It's straight up Hitler mustache. I, I'll say it's a positive. I mean, that's they. I mean, if we're it's just if it's if we're, just getting back to talks to trauma, no longer being subtle in their humor. True, but at the same time, like. Here's this cop who's plainly evil. The, the actor playing him, who plays played Cigar Face and all this stuff, I, I think he's awesome. As he's so dude. good. And, uh, and, and part of it also harkens back to the, kind of the ludicrous comic book nature of the first film, to which if like this character was just planted right into that instead of Cigar Face, it'd feel at home and perfectly fine. I don't feel I don't feel like it's too over the top. I did. Yeah, I, I, you're I, right. I say I prefer the subtlety of the of the Nazi cop in the first film who accidentally would say Kyle. Yeah, that was such a, but that was also like a really throwaway character that didn't do a ton in that. Um, but for what we have here, like just, if we were just looking at just him and not everything that comes later, I, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So first, it's first funny. See him. It's like the actor. He's wearing the Hitler mustache. He's talking about how we need to kill all these, all these retards. <laughs> kill and stuff. all the it's retards. Like, and I'm like, what? I don't know. It made me laugh. Uh, like that. Like I think the actor. The actor is what really makes it work for me. Absolutely. He is too good is, for uh, trauma. Dan Snow. Yes, he's too or, good for trauma. Dan Snow. Yeah, Sergeant Sergeant Kaczynski. Sergeant Theodore Kaczynski. Tromaville ATF. <laughs> That's right. Um, other positives. Uh, Lemmy and Ron Jeremy cameo in this film. I don't know why uh, Lemmy agreed to be in this. Ron Jeremy is more of a like just not more more than a cameo. In this He's film. more than a cameo, but he is only in like three scenes. I do appreciate that your positives are going right down my list of positives. <laughs> Good. If, uh, yeah, if Lemmy, I miss something, <laughs> come in. Lemmy is like the best part of this film in, yes, in many is. ways because I feel like everything he's saying is how I feel watching this film. Yes. At one point, when uh, Ron Jeremy, who's the mayor of Tromaville, is introducing the heroes that are going to go defeat Noxie, Lemmy's like, oh man, what's Just what's, putting his face any... in his hands. Yeah, he's like, this can't get any worse. He's like, face palms. And I'm like, <laughs> ah, I, I was feeling the exact same way. That's me. Like, Lemmy man. is the audience. <laughs> Lemmy is the audience proxy, but I'm sure Lloyd had no idea that's what he was actually doing. <laughs> 
And Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy, this is one of the few times he gets to just act and not do porn, which is something he really wants to do in life, is just act, not necessarily do porn anymore. Yeah, and he was fine in so, this film. He was funny. No, I, I, I love Ron Jeremy when he's just acting. He's so funny. I even liked uh, the mayor's little uh, sidekick, even though his only scene is when he's arguing a deal as Ron keeps trying to pray. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's like, oh yeah, we gotta, we gotta stop him, but make sure you get the, get the yeah, I, No, it's not five hundred. It's not five hundred. I'm gonna be one fifty four, one fifty. I call you later. <laughs> I call you later. I call you. Good. That was a good bit. That was a good bit. Worked for me. Yeah, I, I did laugh at that. <laughs> um, Toxie, I think looks great in this film. I uh, hmm, uh, you don't agree? I don't like that mask. Okay. Um, I think. I think the mouth parts and the eye, the like the eye that's the actual eye, not the costume eye. I think those look good and move pretty well. I just think the overall look of the of the mask this looks bad. Okay, that's fair. It's too, it's too dark brown, but too much like like a black wash. It almost looks like it's just a giant ball of shit on his head. That's fair. You know what I mean? It's just it doesn't doesn't do it for me. That's fine. I I think it looks good, but I totally see where you're coming from. This is too dark in color, I think. Yeah, that's I'm, fair. I'm, being ra- I'm racist. I'm racist, racist against uh, monsters from New Jersey. I, I agree that it could be a bit brighter. Yeah, I think um, it's just too dark from the the the, for the first three films. Um, Toxie in a wig is stupid, but it made me chuckle. Oh, yeah, the, the uh, really hot bikini news or whatever it is. The really real bikini news TV crew. That's right, that's right. You, yeah, I didn't have <laughs> that specific name. But yeah, but she's interviewing and just... Turns into the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> I did like that reveal when he went to stop the diaper mafia, but we'll get to them. Yeah, we'll get to... Time. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, the guts re-spilling during the killing of the diaper mafia. Hilarious bit. The bomb is tied to my heart rate. He ripped all his guts out. I was like, try to put it back in. It's all back in. Then all of a sudden, that just like blows back in. back out. <laughs> I, I thought that was very funny. Um, I think my favorite bit of the movie, though, is the bomb countdown. Oh, that, that yeah, is five, fucking amazing. The five, yeah, five seconds. He has no time to go home, fuck Claire, do all these other things. Anti-drug talk. talk. <laughs> five seconds. That uh, that still got me, like, watching it again. I remember that being one of my favorite bits when I first watched it as a kid, but even as a doll, I was just like, no, yeah, this is this is what good trauma should be, is yeah, this joke. Like, ludicrous comic booky humor. <laughs> yeah. Which that which that five second bit was definitely that. And even when it said the bomb is now exploding, it's not time for Lard ass to eat the entire thing. And... Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Let's see. Um, oh, one other thing that's just one joke that made me chuckle was: Do you feel what time it is? Because she's blind. Yeah. Um, that's all. <laughs> uh, and, and also the absurdity of the urine and apple juice right next to each other, and also both labeled by someone who can't read. <laughs> yeah that part's fine but the joke itself is i've seen so often absolutely like a, a urine apple juice switch up joke happen so i was kind of i was kind of grown worthy I mean, yes if you think about the setup for it like a blind woman labeling and doing yeah that's that's fine that's kind of like haha on the on like writing standpoint but just the gag is like the gag has been done and done and done and done it's it's tired um it's so tired it went to bed you like can four, give four me a ago. jar of piss and call it granny sweet tea and I'm not going to like this movie. Haha, ha, piss. He's pissed, Jar. Piss. Uh, Kabuki, Sergeant Kabuki, man, NYPD looks amazing. 
Oh my god, I think all the budget for this film went to the fucking makeup and stuff for Sergeant Kabuki Man. <laughs> Jesus Christ, his costume looks great, his makeup looks great, and the actor portraying Kabuki Man is doing everything in his power to save this piece of shit film. That is my number one biggest plus positive in this film is Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. Uh, I told Steve throughout the film, every time Sergeant Kabuki Man showed up, the film would instantly become better and feel more like a classic trauma film for me. Paul And Kierens. every time he went away, and every time every time he went away, it's almost like he went outside out a door, and then Toxic Avenger came in the door, and then the and then like shit started raining down from the sky. Yep. Because Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. Let's talk about that's all the pause. That's all the pauses of uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. Uh, he shows up. Uh, he's drunk. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there you go. Even <laughs> him as even even him as evil Kabuki Man. Evil Kabuki like, Man is my favorite part of the film. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> and he doesn't die or anything. He's just, he just, he's right. Oh, they're slowly getting away they're from me. slowly getting away. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> oh, fuck it. That's another one of my big positives is that joke. I know. Even when he first shows up, it's like, just start, yeah, it's evil, Kabuki Man with the wig and like a suit and everything driving the shitty fucking Looks awesome. Market. Great look. I know. I know. And it's the, gold, but he has, he has, um. Gold trimmings. Gold Gold trimmings and long red. ponytail. He looks. It's a good style. Like it's a surprisingly good design choice for like an Earth Two Kabuki Man. Oh, I totally agree. I loved Evil Kabuki Man. I love Sergeant Kabuki Man in my PD. Uh, I need a movie where just both of them are in the movie, and it doesn't take place in Tromaville. Yeah, get out of Tromaville. Shit, get back to NYPD. Yes. Sergeant Kabuki. This is my jurisdiction. I'm a New York City police officer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like, Sergeant Kabuki Man, help us. So this isn't my jurisdiction. <laughs> he's like talking to this reporter, like, hey, why don't you come in here? <laughs> like, no. That part was a little weird to me that he's suddenly a rapist. I don't, no, no, okay, here's, okay. I thought that was just, I didn't think he actually raped that reporter. I thought it was like, <laughs> hey, maybe he kind of pulled her in. I didn't think he raped her. And then with the whole Claire thing. No, that was an accident. That was an accident. He, he literally drunk, passed he out. to save her and he just fell asleep on top of her. That's not rape. Yeah, that, I don't. That's just a whoops. I'm not blaming him for Claire. I'm sorry, Sarah. I'm not blaming him for Sarah. The reporter just came yes. off as weird. <laughs> the reporter just came off like I don't know. I don't Literally screaming for her life. <laughs> yeah, well, man, she can't handle Sergeant Kabuki Man in YPD. He's got yeah, his laser yeah. guided chopsticks and his uh, flaming parasols. Sixteen bit, sixteen bit uh, sushi bite. Yep. <laughs> sixteen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I love I uh, love Paul. Uh, Kirms, or however you say his last name, as Sergeant Kabuki Man, and it is a crime that the last feature film he was in is Citizen Toxie. Yeah. He was also, he made a bunch of appearances on Troma's Edge TV as Sergeant Kabuki Man, uh, which mm-hmm. I'm glad he get to, kept being Sergeant Kabuki Man, but Jesus Christ, Lloyd, how did you not make a Sergeant Kabuki Man 2 with this guy? No kidding, I mean... This guy really brought it. He clearly cares about the character. He cared about doing a good job. I remember uh, watching the um, behind-the-scenes stuff and, like, the commentary, and, like, he's a legit martial artist, and, like, one of the big reasons why all the action scenes in this movie aren't shit is because of this guy. He choreographed almost everything, and he especially took a very personal uh, touch, obviously, to the uh, evil Kabuki Man versus Toxie fight, and that fight's legitimately solid. Mm-hmm. Um... Which is another positive on my list is that that fight between Toxie and Earth Two Kabuki Man is really cool. It's it's not perfect, but it's really solid. It's exciting. It's paced well. It's a good fight. After three movies of all the action being literal shit, getting mm. this is just like oh yay. 
This actually feels like a oh, superhero totally movie. Totally agree. There's fight around uh, Mad Cow's butcher shop. I mean, Evil Kabuki Man clearly, like, the fight between them is they have some choreography. They're actually doing some actual work, some actual, you know, planned out stunt work, not just, okay, Toxic's gonna come in, we're gonna do our special effect of some guy's head getting shoved out his asshole or something yeah. like that. It's like, those are never actually real fights. They're just setups to a special effect shot. Yeah, but this is a this fight. This is actual, like, two actors, like, who have choreographed and are going through, like, a, you know, a, a, a fight. Yeah, the, the I I thank that scene to the actors because I can guarantee you it wasn't Lloyd. Probably, especially because Lloyd talked about it in the commentary how he really checked out because he didn't know much about martial arts fight choreography, and he lets other people edit it and stuff. Cause he... I often question if Noid even Noid <laughs> the Noid <laughs> the Noid he's gonna take my pizza. Uh, I'm, I often question if Lloyd even knows anything about filmmaking. <laughs> oh, poor Lloyd. No, not really. Not really. I mean, whatever. He's a hack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I not often will drop that so bland, like so, like non-discriminately. But Lloyd is a fucking hack. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the it- heroes that are s- assigned to take on uh, Noxy. Uh, we got the Vibrator, <laughs> the Master Bator. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, Mad Cowboy. Okay. And- and then, of course, that's when we get the introduction, the proper introduction to Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you just skip the most important superhero in the Troma universe? Uh, I might have. I, I, I'm going for memory here. You didn't. You skipped Dolphin Man. Oh, shit. <laughs> Even Dolphin Man? <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I forgot about Dolphin Man. Yeah. yeah Dol- what did the. Uh, um... Mayor, the mayor, uh, Mayor Goldberg. Mayor Gold. Oh, that's funny. Not Jeremy playing. And then, oh, Goldberg, clearly a Jewish name. Mm-hmm. Praying. I, I, the, the joke, continuing joke of all these Jewish people praying to God and doing all this, uh, like, Christian stuff. Yeah, Christian stuff, yeah. It's so funny. Uh, but no, um, his line about, well, most of the stuff is taking place on land, so he's kind of useless, but. <laughs> That's a good joke. Um, but they have these heroes taking Noxie. They go to fight Noxie. They all instantly die. Instantly die. Another big positive. It's just, it cuts the Kabuki man screaming. And running off. <laughs> and then they have to, and then Noxie has to continually keep killing Mad Cowboy. Uh, that was a good joke, too. There's good jokes in this piece of shit movie. No, seriously, seriously. <laughs> like, we're, like, super positive right now because these are the positives and we, like, grasping onto them with a death grip. Because throughout the film, we're like, oh, here's a positive, here's something funny. Please stay, please don't go, <laughs> no! Uh-huh. And then they abandon us to the dark pits of hell. But yeah, after after they all die and Toxie's back in Earth 1, and we're skipping a bit, I have a few more positives that take place earlier in the film. No, sure, sure. But... We're, on to, we're on the t- island of t- uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. Yes, we are. Um, Toxie is back and says, okay, well, let's go we need to raid the hospital so let's round up all the other heroes of Tromaville. that's uh, what they're all dead toxi all of them yeah even dolphin man even dolphin man. <laughs> <laughs> i started laughing even just saying it. it's such a great fucking joke <laughs> i know just the even dolphin man <laughs> It's so simple, and it's it's because it's Dolphin Man, the one who's useless, that he's surprised about. Oh, poor Dolphin Man. There's a lot of layers to that joke, uh, which is missing from all the humor that we hate in this film, but that, uh, five stars, that joke. Five stars. For sure. Um, one positive is that the uh, chairman of Apocalypse Inc. is a cop in Earth 2. 
Yeah, get some actors back. Fuck yeah, yeah. There's a lot of actors back. Uh, the chairman's uh, second in command, uh, Malfair, is the uh, abortion assistant. Uh, abortions are us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, the uh, population sign is a fantastic joke. Fifteen thousand. Then he starts going down. Noxy starts killing everybody. They just keep on counting down. It's not the only time I've seen that joke, but it's one of the earlier times I've seen that joke. It, and I th- it's used it's used so sparingly. I think it's okay. Yeah, it's. I've seen that joke maybe five times in my life, and every time it's funny. Okay, so back on my list of positives. Let's see. We got to, of course, uh, the heroes up. Uh, the Pablo, the de- de- decapitated black man's head, is one of my favorite characters in the film. It's a pretty good character. Because for some reason there's this head that's still alive. His name is Pablo. And, uh, yep. He's or is it Pompey? Pompey. It Pablo. Pompey. 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 Okay, sorry. I, they, I, they never were, like, very clear on pronouncing it, so I, I thought, okay, it's Well, Pablo. it's mostly being said by a guy who's playing mega retard, so. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Pompey! <sighs> I like Pompey. He's like, I'm a, I'm a decapitated black head. What do you want? I don't give a fuck! I don't give a fuck. Ugh. Give me a new body. Give me a new body. It's like hot dog parts. That's we- uh, that part was weird to me because it seems like Noxie is in charge of everything and everyone listens to Noxie. So Noxie giving you someone and telling you to fix them, it seems like it'd be a big fuck up to ignore Noxie's direct order and send that guy to hot dog parts. I thought so as well. Like, that made I, that no t- sense. That entire scene was purely there just to make some transphobic jokes. Yep. Yep. I mean, honestly, I mean, uh, try, I don't know. I mean, again, it's been a while. I, I need to revisit tra- Terra Firmer, so maybe I. I mean, it's been a long. It's been a long time since I've seen Terra Firmer. I remember liking it, but who knows? <laughs> I know. I noticed there's some there's some transphobic stuff in that, but I remember more of it being like. Well, there could be jokes about trans people that aren't necessarily transphobic bullshit. That's true, but this entire segment of the absolutely the plastic clinique or whatever it fucking was, yeah. plastic palace or plastic palace. Uh, that was clearly all just supposed to be transphobic. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was shitty. But yeah, we're on positives. Uh, positives, yes. Uh, who was? Uh, shit, 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 shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. Uh, the, uh, Sarah's gynecologist is played by Corey Feldman. Yep. Don't know why, but great. Yeah, that's the thing. I had to double check because I forgot to look. I wrote down. Wrote down Corey Feldman. I also put Corey Feldman with a question mark. <laughs> Because <laughs> I had to double check here before I said it, because I was sound dumb if you told I was wrong. Like, oh yeah, Corey Feldman just playing Kinky Finkelstein yep. uh, with a mustache and a German accent. I'm like, oh, there's there's Corey Feldman. Hey, Corey Feldman, do you want to be in a trauma movie? Not really. You'll be next to a completely naked woman the whole time. Yeah, okay. I'm sure he... I'm, you know, Corey Feldman seems like the kind of guy to just do it for fun. Yeah, for sure. I need- uh, hey, hey, he was in... Now he's worked for Charles Band and Lloyd Kaufman. Which one was worse? <laughs> um, I, every time Noxie is swearing under his breath while in Tromaville is hilarious to me because it's very <laughs> Joe Pesci from Home Alone swearing um, yeah. and, and also Noxie not at all watching the lesbian sex to me is hilarious got no interest in that no fuck that looking at this picture of an explosion just ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> okay uh... let's see I only got. I only have like three more positives, and that's it. So I'm gonna let you go, and when you're out, I will continue. Okay, they might they might sync up here. So uh, when they're devising a way to send Toxie back to regular Tromaville, they find the answer in this uh, this seldom used physics book, The Wizard of Oz. 
I like the whole means of sending him back into back to the right dimension is just to wear the ruby slippers and click his heels together three times. See, I had Toxie's reaction in that scene. <laughs> He's like, what? Okay. <laughs> just face uh, palm and, okay, whatever, let's just fucking do it. This is, this is fuck it, let's do it. But the, <laughs> it's leading up to that. Uh, what I liked about that, going back to that making fun of uh, Stephen Hawking bit, uh, was that they're, they're in the montage of figuring it out, and they keep cutting back to his body. His just dead trapped, like, body. Crushed under a car. They just keep cutting back to it and like zooming in more on it. Like, yes. As if he's part of this whole thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, that's why that, that whole joke had to pay off there for me. Yeah, that was... like I thought it was pretty stupid, but that, that made up for it. And then uh, Toxie and his traveling, trying to get back to the right dimension, ends up in heaven. Uh, most of this is stupid, except God uh, tells Toxie, when you go back, tell the Pope he's an asshole. He doesn't speak for me. <laughs> he doesn't know he's me. He's that stupid. He doesn't know me. Uh, God is just uh, a little person who's angry. I thought that was good. And continuously uh, grabbing the tits of all the actresses around him, even though it's not part of the movie. That was in the behind the scenes. Oh, who was doing this? I'm sorry. Oh, the, the, uh, God! The mid- Midgey God kept on grabbing tits, even though he wasn't supposed to. Oh, that's nice of him. And they put one into the film, because, you know, if you have that footage, why not? But uh, actually kept on pulling his hand away and telling him to stop. And Lloyd kept yeah, on telling oh, him to stop. Only on a film can you get away with that stuff. If you were like, an office job, you'd, you'd be fired or arrested for sexual harassment. Yep. But on a film, it's okay. Hey, I should know. God, that, that's that's always weird. Weird, weird how that's uh, how that can get by in one place or not the other. Uh, so, uh, I don't think that was a positive. Uh, I wrote down split the split video they were doing at the hospital, where it'd be like a close up on Toxie's face where he's killing people, like so it's kind of split. I don't know why they're doing that. I thought it looked kind of cool. I honestly liked it a lot. It was yeah, it's basically it's uh, multi shot editing. It's the same scene but from two different cameras shown at the same yeah. time. I don't know yeah. why they did it, but I liked it. I thought it worked. Yeah, it was just really weird. I mean, weird is in they just hadn't done it until this point. Yeah. They just, and they started doing it, and I was like, okay. It worked for me enough, and I thought it was kind of cool for the most part. Yeah, agreed. Um, I thought it was cool. And that fi- hospital fight was pretty solid all around. Probably yeah, the best, it, like, know. group fight Toxie's ever had in his career. Although, I, I, I thought the joke was kind of tired of stab a guy in the face. Oh, no, I have AIDS! Um, I think the joke is dumb, but I do I did like the guy's delivery. I just oh I like the okay I agree I like the delivery and like the joke and I like how he just immediately died immediately yeah <laughs> immediately uh, also this is not a pos a real positive but I appreciate that they clearly um had this horrible dummy that looked like shit so they tossed a wig on the dummy to cover it up and then they clearly had to put the same shitty wig on the actor <laughs> um also I, I like I the catch that. also I like the double sided mop joke it was dumb but it made me laugh. Oh, yeah, because it's coming out right around uh, right 10 around, minutes. Yep. So. Get a double-sided mop. Broom, broom, with the lightsaber noises and everything. Yeah, made me laugh. Not not major, but I appreciated it. Little, little chuckles. <laughs> uh, the original actor for Melvin came back. OG Melvin is my positive note that I wrote. <laughs> and then, this is a slight positive, slight negative, good way to wrap up my stuff. Is how Toxie throws him out of a window, and we go right to the same footage from the first Toxic Avenger of Melvin flying out of the window at the at the, at the health clinic or health spa, sorry, into the vat of toxic waste on fire, running off. All the same footage. Yep. A lot of reuse right. footage in this film. Right. Uh, the reason why they clearly did that was because 
Uh, there was supposed to be a full-body fire effect earlier in the film. After the skull explodes, the janitor is supposed to come out, sweep a little bit while on his entire body's on fire, and then slide down <laughs> the railing and then land completely on fire. It was supposed to be an effect as great as the Melvin one from the first film. And in the behind-the-scenes feature, which is, like, not even as long, it's actually interesting, because I, I respect the fact that they showed a lot of the negatives of trauma filmmaking instead of just yeah. sucking Lloyd's dick. Um... The two of the crew members say, uh, uh, I bet you $5 is going to be lame. I'll take that bet. And then they're interviewing the, the stunt guy who's going to do the flame thing, and he's got all these pyrotechnic certific uh, certifications, and he's uh, super legit. And when he uh, sets himself on fire, his, like, a little bit of space between his shoulder blades is kind of on fire. <sighs> Um, and then he does the whole stunt, and then the documentary cuts to the one crew member walking up to the other and handing him five dollars, because it, <laughs> it was lame. <laughs> I think the only, like, I remember watching one special feature thing, where they, I think they're, um, I remember, the thing I remember most was there's a, there's a tiny stunt where Toxie, like, jumps out of a window, and they're talking to, like, the stunt guy, who they hired for the day, just to do this one, like, two-foot jump out of a little thing onto a pad. Yeah. I was laughing so hard at that. Like, what is the point of this? He's like talking about how serious it is and how important it is to have a stunt actor for these type of things. You don't hurt the main actor. It's like, you're, you're, you're moving a foot or like two feet. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck you. Fuck this movie. Okay, that, that's my positives. Steve, your positives. No, that was it. OG Melville oh. was my last positive. Oh, I thought you had a couple. Did I catch all of them? Yeah. Well, the multi-shot editing, the double-sided mop, and OG Melvin were my last three Okay, bosses. cool. We're on the same page. That is my <laughs> one page I have notes here. Um, oh, oh no, I guess ending the film. Uh, yeah, like I said before, Stan Lee did the narration for this film. For, like, the opening and closing. The rest of it was the new Toxie voice, which I didn't sometimes care for. It was kind of weird. It was uh, too bad, because um, the guy who plays uh, Toxie, um, David Batty, he... Uh, he plays the body of Toxie and Noxie, and he does the voice of the noxious offender. That is his voice. Um, and he did the voice on set as Toxie, but he kept on thinking Lloyd wanted, and Lloyd never corrected him, because that's what a good director does. Uh, he kept on thinking Lloyd wanted Toxie to have the same voice that Toxie had in, like, 2 and 3, like, the more higher-pitched, friendlier yeah. Uh, voice, but Lloyd really wanted the deep, menacing, Toxie voice from the first film back, and never corrected Dave Maddy on set, so then he just hired someone to dub Dave Maddy's voice and never told Dave Maddy until, like, after the film was complete. Oh, that's what happened? Yes. Oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah, Dave was really pissed about it. Because I would have, I, that's my biggest beef, I would have preferred, I liked the voice we had in 2 and 3, I would have really liked to keep up with that. Yeah, there's a, a, a few of the making of you can hear his original voice, and I think it sounds good. Yeah, I mean, I imagine it would. I mean, I like what I had before. I don't know why they had to change it. So, yeah. That's upsetting. Yep. Good. Especially it would have been a much better foil to uh, Noxie's voice. If he was, like, the bright, cheery, you know, golden age, 50s, super friendly Toxie like he was in 2 and 3. Oh, totally. Versus the guy that talks like this. You know, it would be even more effective than the foil to that being, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so negative. Trauma! Negative. Uh, um, good timing. Um, so my first negative is retard jokes. Yeah, um, fun of the, the, not just, not just quote unquote, you know, the, you know, retard jokes. It was mostly just making fun of the disabled period. Yeah, like, I don't offend, 
I really don't, but holy shit, this was too much, making me uncomfortable levels it was just, too much. It was tasteless. Tasteless, yeah. It was just tasteless. Got this diaper mafia coming in, attacking this uh, school for the special on Mexican like Appreciation Day or something. Bring a Mexican to lunch day. Bring a Mexican to lunch day. And... Uh, there's these just women, like these characters are, these people all playing like mentally handicapped kids. Women are just like shoving their tits all over them. Guys are just like sexually assaulting people. This, this guy keeps making, ah, help your ass. Ah. And Jesus just, Christ. Uh, they're taking them hostage. They want their demands. They want the bikini news. We talked about that. It's terrible. From this, uh, oh, my next, 12 minutes. my next, sorry, my next major negative. And I just want to say it before you do, because my next major negative is just in all capital letters. Oh boy, shit jokes. That was what I was just about to say. 12 minutes and dot, dot, dot shit joke. And by shit joke, I mean a ginormous shit joke. This guy sees the Toxic Avenger and Jesus shits Christ. himself. Like, they are spraying shit everywhere. He's like, he's just exploding shit everywhere. And it's just... Then he shoves it in... Then Toxie shoves it in his face and he sh- spits out a turd out of his mouth. He ki- apparently kills him with his own diaper. Yeah. That's what happens, apparently. Because we find out later from the alternate universe version of the diaper gang. Well, he crushes his head under the diaper. That's true. Uh, and then another guy gets, like, turned upside down. His head and, shoved like, off his, his head, ass. Which is, co- of course, his head is covered in shit. I mean, like, I understand the callback to the, the phrase. Like, I get it, but it's just yet another shit joke. That's what. It, that's all it is. It's just a shit joke. This film has... We, you, we railed on <laughs> two and three for some of their shit jokes. Mostly three. This film, oh my lord. <laughs> it's just outrageous. I mean, fucking... Appalling, you no, no no appalling in the fact that they are useless and just tasteless and they're just just purely trying to offend somebody's sensibilities. Yeah, and when you do that, you really aren't achieving anything. You're just being childish, pretty much. <laughs> just make it. Let's. Yeah, that's all it is. This is fart, fart, fuck noise. <laughs> shit, ah, shit. Now the more shit jokes. Uh, and then Toxie, uh, uh, lard ass. Tox- why is that a thing? Lard ass is his sidekick. Hey, fart jokes! Yay, so fucking many fart jokes. Now that's my next negative. Yeah, he eats the bomb, and then they light a light a cigarette, and then it, it blows up. I mean, if there was, if that was the only fart joke in the movie, I'd be fine with it. You know, like it'd I'm, be a pretty big one, but it, it'd work. Yeah, exactly. It'd be a big one, but if that was by itself, it'd be like, oh, it's uh, it's toilet humor. But then the joke is that he actually succeeded, and they die because they light a cigarette after sex. Yeah, after some woman, like, sexually assaults and fucks a, uh, like, mentally handicapped kid. I mean, he seemed oh, into it. shit! I forgot one of my positives. I didn't write it down. When the diaper mafia leader grabs, like, the M60 and starts shooting at Toxie, and Toxie's hiding behind! And is, like, running behind all the kids in the classroom, and they're getting, like, blown away. Yeah, that's... And to the point where when Toxie has to save save everybody when the bomb's gonna blow up, You're dead. he only has two kids <laughs> You're dead. Save. He's checking like they're all fucking dead. I know. Okay. That was a good joke. I, I, I laughed really hard at that. That was a good joke, yeah. That's a good joke. I just like how he's just blundering. <laughs> he's uh, like bad so, at being oh, a hero. But, it's a good joke. <laughs> but during the five seconds, uh, we of course get a... Vomit sex? Terrible, terrible sex scene. It's... Why is he vomiting? Oh, yeah, that's right. The blue gook. The, yeah, he got the some gack in his mouth. Oh god, that sex scene! I could, you know, I, I, I will actually, and by comparison, the sex scenes between Claire and Toxie in two and three were way more erotic. Way more. 
Because I'll be honest, uh, I, I don't have it up. The actress that played Claire in the 2 and 3 is way more attractive than Heidi Surgeon, who plays Sarah. Agreed, Claire. yeah. In this film. Agreed completely. She, her acting is just atrocious. I'll take the weird, like, sluttiness of, of Claire in 2 and 3 over this. Yeah, um, because I am thankful that Sarah is back, and, uh, <clears throat> I prefer the character of Sarah over the character of Claire, but in terms of acting capability, yeah, Claire was way better than Sarah, also Claire, in Toxy 4. Claire, Claire in 2 and 3 could play the accordion, she could sing, so I, even as you said, even though she's kind of slutty looking, she's hot. I mean, yeah. she's a good looking girl. This Heidi chick, she's not a good actress. She's not easy on the eyes either. Nope. Even when they have a, you know, a pretty good looking uh, girl like mountain mounting her. Oh, and she stuff. was the like, hottest mm-hmm. woman in the movie. That's true. Uh, that punk hair, the good tits, a uh, good body. Yeah, top quality. Also, funny side note. Also coming from the commentary. Um, uh, behind the scenes featurette, uh, the reason why uh, Heidi is not naked in that scene is that even though she was supposed to be naked and even did a rehearsal of that scene completely naked, uh, her boyfriend was there that day and then suddenly did not feel comfortable being topless during that scene. Of course. Even though she was topless in, like, two other scenes. Of course. Yep. That's how it always goes. Go figure. Uh man, it's great. It's great. Uh, uh, it's a terrible sex scene. Those happen throughout. Oh, yeah, and there's... um. There's also a uh, some gay jokes. Oh, of course there's some gay jokes. Because apparently Noxie has like a male fuck slave or something. I don't mind the idea that Noxie has a male and female fuck slave. No, no, I was saying yeah. the idea is fine, but what they do with the film is just, ter- I don't know, it's not funny. It's, again, more tasteless crap. Yeah, he's, bit. yeah, it's it's flamboyant, tasteless humor. Like, who, if he was just a, like, male fuck slave... But no, it's like he's like total like quarter, like him like, ju- quarter... like him jumping on Toxie is a fine joke of Toxie being like get, f- get off me, madam. That's a good that's a good joke by itself. That's fine, yeah. But <laughs> when it's just like when it's clear, it's total like quote unquote like fairy fag that type of like oh look at this like it's like, like I imagine Lloyd writing like ha faggot yeah exactly like, it's that it's that type of jokes that type of humor. He's running like, with his hands like in the air and then he pulls his underwear down and farts. Yeah, he's like, ah, yeah, yeah, it's just constant fart, farts, like, aha, I get it, we're gay, we do sex in the butt, ugh, he's like pulling out his pants, like, fuck me, Toxie, I'm sorry, Noxie, fuck me, Noxie, uh, give it to me, rough, ugh, it's like, ah, calm, Lloyd, is this how you really think gay people are? Yes, this is how. It was a bit kind of much that the flamboyant gay people in the first film, mm-hmm. but it kind of fit, it kind of fit the, sen- the, the kind of silly, ludicrous sensibilities of the first film, mm-hmm. but when you're, when you're doing this, this is, this is too much. Absolutely. This is this is just in bad taste at that point. It's I don't I can keep saying like it's just bad taste for the purpose of being bad taste. Like oh we're just gonna do everything we can to offend you. It's like then you you don't succeed you don't succeed at doing anything when you do that. Yeah, I mean there's nothing wrong with offensive humor, but when that's literally what your main fucking sell. More people are offended at Serbian films implying that there's a man that has sex with a newborn. You don't see anything. You just hear a guy go. You just hear. You you see. You hear it. You hear the sound effects of it, and you see a man reacting to it. Get out of the room and walk away in disgust. And then a man get up and proclaim newborn porn, and people think that film is disgusting and are truly offended by it. And they didn't do anything. This film is like doing everything it possibly can, and it just comes off as puerile trash. Mm-hmm. Just fuck this. Oh, that's my like, biggest takeaway from this film. <laughs> yeah, trash. And then, then there's an abortion clinic joke. I do, I did kind of laugh at the, uh, like, the peep, the protesters outside. Some of the jokes, there's some pretty good jokes on their banners and posters. Yeah, there's a how, few, yeah. 
Clara's just trying to like find her way around, and someone just immediately thinks she's going to an abortion clinic, and like just on purpose, and starts like blasting her in the face of like red paint. Yeah, I thought that, I know, that was kind of. There's fun, a few, but yeah, good. but for the most part, it's terrible. Um, a couple negatives r- rolling back because that's later in the film. I know I was kind of on a roll. <laughs> um, old lady death shits piss. Oh my god! There's an old lady that I I laughed that evil Kabuki man turned around and went to kill her. Great, crush her head. Yeah. That looked pretty good, but then the body's just, like, compulsing, blasting shit out of it. Like, shit and piss? This? Like, yeah, what the fuck is this? Why? And it keeps cutting to it. Like, it stays on it for a really long time. Yeah, that, that's what was really the worst. I could kind of understand going back to the crushed head and, like, oh, man, look at this. But it's, like, you know, just blasting out of this fucking, like, body. And then it cuts back to them driving, cuts back to that, cuts back to that. It's cut, like, oh, my God, stop. Oh, um... Please. Semi-positive, Kabuki Man screaming and then taking a deep breath to continue screaming during the slow-motion car flip. <laughs> um, masturbator ejaculations, and also the vibrator, what the fuck, why? Uh, the ejaculations are a bit much. I did laugh kind of when he was dead and he was, like, ejaculating blood. Yeah, that was okay. Uh, I thought the vibrator was just... I don't know, it was kind of stupid. It was just stupid, yeah. It wasn't, like, gross. It or... could have been handled better, but, like, it, at that, that point in the film, it's just more, it's just more. If it was, like, honestly, if it was that joke, but, like, everything else had been not, like, all the other, like, stupid crass crap hadn't happened, I'd probably laugh, like, oh, my God, what is this? Yeah. But, like, everything else, it, it that on top of it is just, like, you're trying too hard at this point. Exactly. But then again, Lemmy's there to go, oh, God, what's next? <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, another negative is, uh, Hey, should we learn actual sign language? Ah, fuck it! Oh, jeez. And then they have, like, for like they establish that there's, like, a uh, topless interpreter to tell her tell us what she's saying, signing. But then she doesn't sign. She starts speaking, but they always keep bringing back the topless interpreter. Yeah. Even though we're not using her. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's, like, oh, my God. that That's right. They're also making fun of deaf people. Yep. And, so and also, some... that's another one for me, um... Well, my my next one is Claire Chester sex scene. Why? And then my next negative is apparently deaf equals retarded. Apparently, yeah. It's just oh my god. Yep. It's just a mountain of shit. I don't. I just. Don't, I have no. I don't even know what to do anymore. Uh, then we get to see. So Claire apparently is pregnant with two babies because they that we're led to believe it's Noxie and Toxy. And then we get, like, clips... When Noxie and to- Toxie are fighting each other, we get clips inside the womb of the two infant, like, two uh, fetuses fighting each other. Yeah, I thought that was dumb. It wasn't, like, bad or anything, but it was just, like, okay. It was just dumb. Yeah. And I didn't think... It, didn't, it, just looked like, it just looked bad. Yeah, it looked bad. It just didn't look very good, and that's what kind of hurt the most. Uh, um, it, Referencing back to the uh, world travel of him getting back to Earth-1. Um, mm-hmm. Gay porn, of course. More fucking smut just for smut. I, and okay. heaven looks like shit. That segment of like they need to make the joke. You might go back to a seventies seventies porn set or heaven, and then he actually, the first thing he goes to is a seventies porn set, and and it's set up to have like stupid symbolisms and all this other stuff going US on. U.S. government it. fucking third world countries. Yeah, I I that was that hit that middle ground where I think yeah there was obviously another stupid gay joke which there had been so many that that really hurt that joke that's in the scene. That's what but I'm saying. Con- if that was the, the only gay joke, would have been great. Yeah, the whole construction of the scene I thought was fine, but it was ne- it was because of where it was and like how many gay jokes we've had, like you said, 
it became just an, it wasn't a positive it wasn't a negative it was just that middle ground it's like i appreciate what you're going for here but sadly everything else you did before it has ruined this yes that, that definitely hurt it uh, for sure old guy penis yay yeah um reuse props from other movies because fuck fuck building stuff we have this laying around let's just use this again what was the reuse prop oh uh, the, the dick particular? is from tromeo okay, tromeo what? and juliet Okay, it, it's been forever since I've seen Tromeo and Juliet, so I couldn't remember that. But I, yeah, the dick, that the dick puppet that gets popped up and exploded. Oh yeah, she's hemorrhaging! Nope, it's this exploded dick. Okay. I mean, that line Woo. was funny. I thought that was pretty funny, <laughs> but... Uh, I guess let's just wrap up the end of the film Oh, and my, my last uh, note on the bad side is one of the funniest okay. ones to me, is that only the end credits are in widescreen. Oh, I didn't even notice that! You're right! <laughs> That's what's upsetting. It still is still full screen, and it still looks like, and like we said before, it still looks like shit and everything else. Yep. God damn it. End of the film. Final positives of the film. As we can wrap up here, uh, uh, Sarah has two has two kids. One is Toxie's kid. Ha! Ah, yay. The other is Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD's. Oh, cute kid. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then oh they, shit! I, they, they actually they thankfully end the film on a good joke. The freeze frame. It ends on a freeze frame, but it's a, it's a, it's one of the normal jokes. Or not? The, it's not an actual freeze frame. Everyone's just holding the position, and then Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD kind of walks in and looks around like, "Why is everyone standing still?" Yeah, and then leaves. <laughs> and then leaves. It it, it, it it I give the film credit. It did end on a good note. A good good last joke. Yes. But overall, Sis and Toxie, the Toxic Avenger Part 4, god damn this fucking movie. We had a lot of legitimate positives. There was a lot of legitimately good jokes in this movie. Um, honestly, a lot more really f- actual funny jokes compared to 3 or even 2. Mm-hmm. But the amount of bad and insulting, low-brow, childish humor consistently cropping up in this film, the shit jokes, the fart jokes, the anti-gay jokes, the transphobic jokes, uh, the literally just insulting the mentally handicapped non-stop. Uh, and, like, if it wasn't yeah. for all the other jokes in that opening fucking sequence with the retarded school, uh, Tito, I think, would be totally fine, because you could do... It, it was, by comparison... Not as bad, but the fact that he was just nope. a cherry on this retard Sunday <laughs> was oh Jesus! This is a not a good film. No, it is not. It is absolutely not. So, I, I any 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 final thoughts before we get into our star ratings? Like any beyond what you just said? Because I think that's that's covering a lot of it for me. Like we sat here, we had t- we had just we had we spoke so much about positives that was probably the length of the actual episodes. For two and three, and those positives are really good. They are, yeah. But it's just so much. Like if that stuff is pulled out, like I said, if you took that stuff out, like there's a good, there's a good movie here and the story, but like everything out, everything in the negatives, everything outside the the, the positives we talked about. The positives are probably only like twenty minutes of this film, maybe maybe twenty five. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's totally have, fair. About twenty five minutes of this movie is all those positives, and then everything else is just is so bad. It drags everything down so much it's just really upsetting like i was sitting like like we talked like we said anytime sergeant kabuki man nypd was on the screen or the squire brothers i was up attentive laughing but when it went away from them 
I was just like upset. I'm like, oh my god, I'm back to this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Bring back Sergeant Kabuki Man in my PD, please, please. Bring back Lemmy. Bring back Ron Jeremy. Oh, you killed him. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Uh, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm done. I got nothing else really to say about this. You want to wrap it up with some star ratings? Oh, uh, let's let's wrap it up with some star ratings. Star ratings. Uh, I normally will at least give my minimum of half a star. I give this film zero stars. Uh, I actually, I give this uh, one star, maybe one and a half. I'm feeling extremely generous uh, because I do think that this is better than three. Um, whereas three was all shit in my opinion, and although this has way bigger shit. Literally, um, there are some legitimately good jokes, and I feel that there was some, there were people working on this that cared, even if those people did not include Lloyd Kaufman. Um, and it's mostly thanks to uh, David as Toxie. I thought he did a bang up job, and uh, Paul as Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD, and Evil Kabuki Man. Um, that really bring this film up to at least one star compared to the zero that I would also be willing to give it. But I didn't hate the film. I didn't hate watching it like I hated watching three. Oh, I oh god! I, I find your stance admirable. I totally agree with you. But goddamn, I hated watching this movie <laughs> when it wasn't the positives I was talking about. I was said, I, I said, I was legitimately embarrassed to be watching this. I don't want to feel that way ever again. Yeah, I hate. I don't want to feel that way when I watch a fucking movie. I paid three dollars to rent this from Amazon. I think I fucking feel. <laughs> hey, I fucking bought this for twenty dollars on DVD when it came out, motherfucker. Yeah, and you're a dumb asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, there you go. You're actively more supporting Lloyd Kaufman and like producing trash garbage than I am. Hey, that was during a time period when I hadn't seen any other trauma films in years. I didn't I, know. I didn't know. I'm just, uh, busting, I'm just busting your balls. Oh, uh, I still love you. You're my number one birthday boy. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, also, fuck Lloyd Kaufman's stupid fucking cameo at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. Like, thousands of people die every year from meeting their parallel universe selves, and it's just Lloyd running around in a diaper. Why are you in a diaper? Why? Get away. 16 years later, there's still Toxic Avenger 5, although apparently it's in production. They've been working on it. It's in, been in production forever. I, I, It's so funny to me that people want to play this game of acting like Troma's the best. But you guys won't fucking dish up any money to fucking make a fifth Toxic Avenger film. Whoa, fuck that. Ah, Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I, I'm not even sure I'd give that a shot if it came out. I'd probably, wa- I'd probably do what I did Return to Nukem High. I'd watch the trailer. Like, halfway through the trailer, I would just go, Oh, wait, no, this is going to be terrible. And then I would just, not, you know, just be fine and not, not ever see it. And never watch it. So that's, that's it for the Toxic Avenger films. Oh, but we thank have, God. One more film in this string of fil- of uh, trauma series that we are going to talk about next week. One more. We're not going to spoil nope. it. You have to tune in to find out. But if you want to get some hints and tips, some tricks about what it might be, I don't guarantee I'll tell you. But you could always email us at moviefilmswithbillandsteve.gmail.com. And I might let you know if you're one of like the only... like two people have ever actually emailed us i might just let you know because i'm a nice guy or you can get on our tumblr at moviefilmswithbillandsteve.tumblr.com we also have a facebook and an itunes just look up moviefilmswithbillandsteve give us a like give us a subscribe and a five-star review and tell us what the plot of toxic avenger 5 should be toxic travels through time with a mighty max cap trying to fix his past mistakes because this one is the true sequel oh 
actually, I think it's great. Or, or, or it will be like the, the image Steve made for me of uh, Troma Civil War, this time more shit jokes. Sergeant Kabuki Man and NYPD must face off against the Toxic Avenger. Toxic Av- do, do, Avenger! Do, do, do. Oh, um, I, not to make it a positive... Um, but I want to at least give some credit in the fact that they used original music in this film and not just shitty fucking public domain cla- oh, shitty music. classical no, tunes. No, uh, no uh, Ink got that, Ink got that uh, sw- swing. Ring, if Ink got that swing. Yeah. Uh, whatever that fucking song yeah. was. Yeah, it doesn't have that. Yeah, but... And of course, you can find me on Twitter at Lovable uh, please check out my films, uh, silverspotlightfilms.com, facebook.com slash silverspotlightfilms, facebook.com slash theamazingspidersteve. Uh, I post pictures of me wearing spandex. Rrr. You see my penis very well. Ooh. You're welcome. You can also see, it's like Tobey Maguire's penis during the subway scene on, to- on uh, Toxic Avenger. <laughs> oh, Tobey Maguire, really, uh, ooh, just when you thought Toxic Avenger couldn't get worse. Oh. Oh. Uh, That's that's my impressionation. Oh! 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 Hey, this movie could have used some dice clay. He could have classed it up. What's that tell you? Hickory dickory duck! I used to date Cindy LeBrock. Oh, <laughs> Let's end this shit, fuck. As always, guys, I've been Bill. I've been... <laughs> Steve. Because <laughs> it's funny because it shits. Ah. Uh, uh. For one last time, Leo Leo Lafarge is going to fast gas. Get it because it's trauma, guys.